Good morning. Erev Parsh Erev Shabbos Kodesh Parshas Yisroy. We're continuing the Shir in Likut Yalochas Yoredeya Chelik Sheni Hilchos Pidyon Bechor Halacha Aleph, and we're in middle of paragraph Aleph, <coughs> the subparagraph Vahaklal Shechashivus Habchoyer Hualidei Bechinas Hashirus. We dedicate the learning today, Lilo Nishmas, Rebeliezeb Reb Nasiyakoi, Vientifradel Bas Rabbi Shuarye, Harini Kaporos Mishkovam, Zahavaleya Bas Reb Avrom, Tzibka Rivka Bas Reb Hillel, and for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Yosef Ben Sivya Yehudis, Menachem Rishabasha, Chavida Chana Bas Galia, Rochel Baskalia, Noyenachama Baskalia, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Avram David ben Chana, Saragitl Baschana Riva, Gitgenendel Basipoira, Lebalea Basipoira, Michal Sora Bas Hadasa, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Sora Yehudis Bas Sora, Yehudis Ruchama Bas Chavarus, David Lei ben Shena, Avigail Brocha Bas Shirat Voira, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Daniel Nava Bat Shoshana, Daniel Borach ben Sora, Vivachai bas Estemindel, Chaya Shufia Shishana bas Sora, Levi Elchonan ben Yael, Shenet Taiba bas Miriam, Binyamin Yitzchok ben Liba Margarit, Ami ben Chai ben Yehudis Gila, Ruven Moshe ben Rochel, Velvo ben Pesia, Besoich Shachor Yisrael. Vahaklal, based on the introduction we had in the previous year, Rav Nosson Zal says, "Shechashivus habchoyer hualidei bechinas ashirus sheyesh loy beyoiser." One of the things that makes the bechoyer more important is the wealth that he has. More, he has this double portion. Al kain pidyoinoi bekesef, and therefore to redeem the bechoyer requires money. Kiacharkach alidei chet hoegel shenifkemu abchoyeres. Because originally, when Hashem first created the world, from that point on, the Bechor, the firstborn, was very special, like we explained earlier. But after the Jews got involved in the sin of the golden calf, and the Bechor was, the Bechorim were, da- the Bechorim were damaged, and the sin, the damage was done, related to wealth. Bechinas, as the Pesach says, V'zohov hirbeisi lohem. Hashem said, I gave you a lot of gold, and look what you did with it. You made a golden calf. Bechinas v'di zohov. As it says also in the beginning of Chumash Dvarim, when, when Moshe Rabbeinu is discussing all the terrible things that happened to the Jews in the Midbar, and he says, too much gold. Hashem gave you a lot of gold. K'moshapirish Rashi. V'hakoyanim sheloi chatuaz the Kohanim who were not involved in the Egel Hazov, Nivcharu Tachteim, they were chosen to replace the firstborn. Nimtza, Shehakoyhanim Kiblu Vezochu Bemailas Chashibos Habachoyrim. So the Kohanim received the benefits and the significance of the firstborn. Vialkein Zochu Ba'avoido Tumurasam. And therefore, they were given the privilege to be the ones to do the service in the Beis Hamikdash instead of the firstborn. Because doing the service in the Beis Hamikdash brings wealth to a person. As the Gemara says clearly about the Ktoiris. 
נמצא שחיוס הבכור הוא עצל הכהן. So what this is telling us is that the spiritual life force of the בכור was transferred to the כהן. והבכור שעובד מעלו סוי על ידי הפגם, and the בכור who lost his specialness as a result of the involvement in the ego, יש בוי אחיזס הסטרה אחרא. has a, 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 a connection to the Sitrachra, Kishom Ne'echozen Be'yoyser, because the Sitrachra tries to attach itself to what the Bechoyer represents, especially, Hainu Be'bechinas Malchus. We know that of all the Sphiros, Malchus is the bottom one, and that's where the Sitrachra tries to connect itself. Shehi Be'chinas HaBechoyer, and the Bechoyer is an aspect of Malchus, as we see in Apostolic in Tehillim, chapter 89, where it says, Af ani b'choyer etnehu. Hashem says, I will also designate him as b'choyer, and Rashi says there, this means king, king. So the term b'choyer is associated with malchus. V'zeo b'chinas ashirus, shehi b'chinas malchus. And this is also the concept of wealth, which is associated with malchus. We say in the morning, Ha'oisher v'ha'kovoid milfanecha, that Osher and Kovoid go together, and Kovoid is Malchus, Melech ha'kovoid. Alkein tzorech levdoisoi alidei ha'tzdoko shenoisein l'koyin. And therefore we're required to redeem the Bechor through the tzdoko that's given to the koyin. Bebechinas, as the Pasuk says, u'tzdoko tatzil mimovus. Tzdoka saves a person from death. And as Rabbi Nezal discusses it over there in the chapter on Likut Imran that this halacha is based on. Chapter 69. That one of the main forms of correcting the malchus and wealth is the tzdoka that's given. Just double-checking the chapter on Likud Imran. Yes, I believe that's what he's referring to. Ayn Shom, take a look over there. V'hatztoko noisein la'koyhein daika. And this tztoko, these five silver pieces, are given specifically to the koyhein. U'betoyras pityoin menakoyin. They're given to redeem this child from the koyhein. Kitzorech, again, because the b'choyro went over to the kohanim. <coughs> because the Bechoyer has to return to the Koyhein, which is the source of his spirituality. Because we said the Bechoyer, the spirituality of the Bechoyer was transferred to the Kohanim. So now by, by going back to the Koyhein and redeeming the Bechoyer from the Koyhein, through this whole process of the Pidyan Aben, we, we elevate this Bechoyer and, and, and take him out of the Sitrachra. So the Sitrachra shouldn't be attached there at all. Because one of the rules in Kabbalah is that this Sitrachra can only attach itself to something that's damaged or something that has lost its life force. It doesn't have its life force. For example, when food rots or spoiled, 
That's when worms and things and flies get on it. As Rabbi Nizal mentions this over there in Likudim Ran. However, now when we sanctify the B'choyer, and we return him and, and make him subservient to the Koyen, we, we give over, we put the B'choyer, this baby, in the Koyen's hand. So we're returning this B'choyer to the source of his Chiyus which was taken away from the B'chayim, given over to the Kohanim. That makes it impossible for the Sidrachra to be attached to the B'chayim anymore. And then when we go ahead and do the second step of redeeming this B'chayim from the Kohanim, we have to do it using money specifically. Because the money that's being given to the Kohen is an exchange for the Bechor. Literally, it's barter. Why? Because as we saw earlier, what makes the Bechor special is the wealth that's associated with the Bechor. V'alkein, notice that the double portion, the Ashiras that we explained earlier. V'alkein, and therefore we give the coin five hatstaka, corresponding to the five chasodim which tztaka has, that letter he at the end, which changed it from tzedek to tztaka. <coughs> As Rabbeinazal discusses that whole topic in chapter 67 in Likutim Ram. And by giving the Kohen those five shkolim, we redeem the Bechor and we save him from the Sitrachra completely. saves. We know that each shekel is worth 40 zuz. So therefore we see that in these five shkolim is hinted to the concept of malchus, shehi bechinas ashirus, which is wealth, shehu bechinas habchoyer. I believe this should be arboim zuz, because the five shkolim are 200 zuz, like we said before, which takes a person out of the category of poverty. So again, in these five shkolim, silver dollars that we do today, is hinted to the concept of malchus, which is ashirus, which is what the b'choyer is all about. Because as Rabbein explains there, when the malchus is in a poor state, it's, by, it's re- re- represented by the letter Dalid. When the Malchus is repaired and perfected, it's a hey. And this is accomplished when we redeem this firstborn and we complete him. Now we'll understand also why we wait a month, 30 days, to redeem the Bechor. 
כי בכל חודש נשלמס ונסתכנס הלבונה. Because a month is the cycle of the moon. It takes a month for the moon to complete its cycle. Shehi b'chinas malchus. And the moon represents malchus. The sun is chachma, the moon is malchus. V'alkein oz nishlam habachor. And therefore the bachor, this child living 30 days, <coughs> achieves a certain level of completion. Shehu b'chinas malchus. V'koidem shloishim adayin hu b'sofek nefel. And the Gemara tells us that until a child has lived 30 days, <coughs> we, we're not sure if the child is going to live or not, chas v'sham. <coughs> Within that first 30 days, the child is, is in sakona. Ki mo'oyrois chosar vov, mishom askaro laravye chas v'sholem. In this one line now, Rav Nosanzal puts a whole package from the Zohar Kodesh. We know that when Hashem created the moon originally, Originally, the sun and the moon were created equal. Shnei ma'oyrois hagdoilin. However, it says there, Yehi ma'oyrois berikia shamayim. Let there be these lanterns in the sky. And the word ma'oyrois is written missing above, lacking above, which implies defective, which tells us that something became defective there. There was a whole story. The moon complained can have two equal, Hashem lessened the moon. And that's that Ma'oyrois missing the Vav. <coughs> and the Gemara says, it's from that defect in the moon that results in Askara, which is something like diphtheria for small children. One of the diseases that kills small children specifically. Ubechol chodesh nismales v'nistakenes oira. And every time we have a complete month, the light of the moon achieves its tikkun. It goes through its complete cycle. As we find in Rabbeinazal's words, that Rabbeinazal said that if a person wants to have children, they should recite the portion in the Torah about Rosh Chodesh. Why? Because that's the moon. That's the, the, the Rosh Chodesh, the, the tikkun for the moon, which is associated with with small children specifically. V'yalkein achar chodesh oz yoytze mechashash nefel v'nasibar kayama. And this is why the Torah tells us once a child has lived a complete month, he has left that status of nefel, potential nefel, and now we consider him a living being. V'oz roi lepidyon. And that's when he's qualified for the pidyon. Shalidezer hunestakein venishlam. Because that's how he becomes complete. V'yalkein lo'izochu b'nei Yisrael ashirus b'mitzrayim ki'im achar makas b'choyrois. And this will explain another thing. At which point in time did the Jews receive all the wealth of Egypt? It was only after the tenth plague, makas b'choyrois, when the firstborn of Egypt were destroyed and they were able to see the greatness of the firstborn of the Jewish people. Because when the firstborn of Egypt were subdued, subject, were defeated, and the Jews were given the title firstborn, as it says there, Hashem says, My children, the firstborn, the Jewish nation. That's when the Jewish people received all the wealth of the Egyptians. 
Because wealth is associated with the firstborn, as we learned earlier. And now we understand also why in the Haggadah on Pesach, one of the things we say there is, there's a whole paragraph there, where had Hashem just done this for that and not that, it would have been good. One of the things we say is, had Hashem murdered their firstborn and not given us the wealth, it would have been enough. Those two are put in one sentence, because they go together, that's why they're put close to each other, because the Bechoyer represents this wealth. I had the privilege, I was in the United States a few weeks ago, and my going away present was a Pigyan Aben. The night before I left, my wife and I were zeche to be at a Pigyan Aben, which is a, a rare, rare item sometimes. This was in the Syrian community, and a close friend of mine, Yosef Ben Mazal, his firstborn baby boy, such excitement, it was beautiful and everything, and the Syrians have a custom that not only do they purchase these five silver dollars, which cost money, but they give it away, they sell it, and the money is given to tzedakah, specifically. In addition, the coin gets the five coins, <coughs> and he gets that value, and then they sell those five coins and donate the money to tzedakah. And the, 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 the lev toy for the people, one person bought a coin for two and a half thousand dollars, which was a donation to an organization that helps infertility for, for people that have difficulty in that area. And another person bought a coin for $2,000 and donated it to Breslov. Wanted it, you know, it was a tremendous, Hashem should help that we're learning about this, that this child, Shmuel ben Yosef, should have a complete refuah shalema, should be healthy and well, and the family should be blessed, Hashem. Any questions, please? We continue. Halacha Beis. Alpi Hamaymar Hamaschil Meshra de Sakina Bamai Kotlei. This is going to be based on chapter 30 in Likudimran, which is based on one of the discussions between Rabbi Shub and Hananya and the wise men of Athens. Where, where they, they ask the question a field of knives, how do, you, how do you harvest it? How do you cut a field of knives? Ve'isasham, Rabbeinu Zal writes over there, Shelefa'omim noifel bechinas hadalid, shehi bechinas chokhmatato, bechinas malchus. We mentioned many times that malchus is represented by the letter dalid, or the letter hey. When it's in a fallen state, it's dalid. When it's in its perfected state, it's hey. <coughs> and and the, the Sifrei Kabbalah also referred to malchus as chokhmatato, there's a term Chachma Ilah, the upper Chachma and the lower Chachma. The upper Chachma is Chachma, the sphere of what we call Chachma. Chachma Tato is a nickname for Malchus. Vazai Yesh Lahem Yenikamishon. And when the Malchus falls, when it falls into the wrong hands, then the Sitrachra can draw from there. Venasa Mize Arba Malchios. And that results in the four kingdoms of the Sitrachra that put the Jewish people in exile. Bovel, Parasumadai, Yavon, and Edom. 
Shehi Malchus Arisho, which is the kingdom of evil, Malchus Amolek, Shekolo Mikulam, the kingdom of Amolek, who is a composite of all the evil of all four of those kingdoms. Bechinas Reishis Goyim Amolek, as the Torah says, the leader of all the nations of the Goyim is Amolek. Utsrichin Lirois Lachtoich Ulahavdil, Es Bechinas Hadalid Mehem, Sheboyil Hamunikamishon. Rabbi Nassal explains there in the Kutimran that when this happens, when the Dalit falls into their hands and it becomes four kingdoms of the Sitrachra, we have to see to it to cut, to slice away the Dalit from them so that they should not be able to draw from it. And Rabbi Nassal shows there the way we accomplish that is through Chesed, Bechinas Avraham, the aspect of Avraham Avinu. That's what enables us to cut away the four aspects of Malchus from the other nations. As the Pasuk says, You cut based on the Chesed. Chesed is what gives you the ability to cut away the Malchus from them and restore it, put it back in the domain of Kedusha. Paragraph Beis. And this is related to the concept of the firstborn child, which belongs to the Kohen. Because as we just learned at the end of the previous halacha, Bechoyer is Malchus, is kingdom. Bechinas, as the Pasuk says clearly in Tehillim, Af ani Bechoyer etnehu. I will also designate him as a king. And the word Bechoyer is used. Ki ha-Bechoyer The Bechoyer is the firstborn child. V'chol ha-Hoylodois heim bechinas hisgavos malchuseis boruch. And all births of children are a revelation of Hashem's kingdom. Ki ikar hisgavos malchuseis boruch walidei briyas oilam kayedua. Because the real revelation of Hashem's kingdom was accomplished through the creation of the world. Because ein melech beloyam, you can't be a king if you don't have a nation. And therefore, the more members that join the world, the more people that are born, Hashem's kingdom is, is revealed greater. And therefore, when a couple, when children grow up until they finally get engaged and then they get married and then they produce a child, that's a revelation of Malchus. New, Hashem's kingdom has gotten a new member. Because a child being born is an example of the Das from Chachma Ilah shrinking and going down into the Chachma Tato, into the Malchus. Because remember, the seed originates in the brain. It's coming from there, from Chachma. So therefore, a birth is an aspect of Chachma Tato, Bechinas Malchus. <coughs> and the main one is that first birth, Shehu <laughs> Abachoyer, Shehi Bechinas Tchilas Ezgalus, 
that's the beginning of the re- revelation of Malchus for this family, that firstborn child. Ki because Rabbein Azal stresses this in Likut Imran, based on, on, the, on the Torah, that everything follows the beginning. The beginning sets the tone for everything. Starting a car, depending how it starts, that's how it's going to drive. That's going to de- determine how it's going to drive. And that's why one of the nicknames for Malchus is Bechoyer, as it says in that Pasuk in Tehillim, and that Pasuk is speaking about the King Moshiach. And therefore, when that firstborn child is born, which is a revelation of the Malchus, and as soon as the Malchus of Kedusha rears its head, the other side, the opposition, wants to challenge it. Because then the other side, the kingdom of evil, wants to draw from there. And the kingdom of evil is also referred to as Bechoyer. Bechinas Malchus Esav Amolek Shehi Bechoyer. Racious, Amalek is called racious. And this is why Yaakov Avinu worked so seriously to acquire the Bechoyer, the birthright from Esau, in order to subjugate the kingdom of evil under the kingdom of holiness. Because again, Malchus is associated with Bechoyer, especially. And when Yaakov Avinu purchased the Bechoyer of Esav, that's what destroyed the kingdom of Esav HaRosha, Shehu Malchus HaRosha. Which is the kingdom of evil. Vialkain Kishanoilat Bechoyer Yisrael, Tsrichen Litnoi Lakoyhein. And this explains why, if when a firstborn Jewish child is born, we were required to give it to the Koyhein. Kikishanoilat Bechoyer Shubhinas Malchus Kanal, Azai Tsrichen Lirois Lahafrish Velachtoi Choysoi, Mebechinas Malchus Horisho, Bechor de Sidrachro. Because when a, when a firstborn Jewish child is born, which is a revelation of the holy Malchus, we have to see to it to disconnect him and cut away any possible connection to the kingdom of evil, to the Bechor of the Sitrachra. And we said, Rabbi Nezal said, you need Chesed to do that. Kohen is Chesed. Kohen is Chesed. Levi is Gevura. Yisroel is Tiferes. Yisroel ashebecho espoer. Kalidei achesed, alidei zeh choytchen bechinas malchus digdusha mi malchus harisho. Kemuvar hitmamana, because Rabbeinazal shows there clearly in Likut Imran that when you want to detach the holy kingdom from the other kingdom, you need chesed to do it. Valkein alidei shneisnes abchor lakoyen. By giving the bechor, which represents malchus, into the hands of the koyen, 
Bechinas Bechor de Gdusha, Mimalchus Arishoa. Through that we cut and, and detach the Holy Kingdom, the Bechor of Holiness, from the Malchus of Evil, through the Kohen, who is called Ish HaChesed. Bebechinas Kitzru Lefi Chesed. Rabbi Nezal quotes the Pasuk, you cut, you make the cut with Chesed. Ki HaKoyenu Bechinas Chesed, Bechinas Avraham, Shenem Arboi Ato Kohen Lo'elam. The Kohen is the concept of Chesed, which Rabbi Nezal says there is Avram Avinu, as we find in Tehillim that Avram Avinu is called Kohen, Ato Kohen Lo'elam. The connection between Kohen and Chesed. Yes. It seems that the person that uh, has a cesarean or whatever that doesn't merit the Bechura um, doesn't get that child out of this dilemma. Correct. Uh, that I don't know. Whether it doesn't get the child, we'll have to see if Rab Nassensal would discuss that. Somebody, a question in the chat also, what about a girl, a firstborn girl? Obviously, they, these are differences when there's a caesarean like, or if there's a levy in the family, other, we'll see. We're going to have a few halachas on this. He might address those issues. Otherwise, there must be some other way that this tikkun is performed. Good question. Question in the chat. Why isn't the firstborn girl considered a revelation of the malchus? <coughs> How is she different in this respect? <coughs> we know that kingdom, Malchus, in, in Judaism and holiness is, is associated with men. There wasn't ever a, a Jewish king who was a woman. There was a Nevi'ah, there was Devorah HaNevi'ah, prophets, prophetess can be a woman, king can only be male from the, from the family of, the, the true kingdom is from the family of David HaMelech. And again, there must be explanations. We know that man represents certain things, chasodim, gvurois, men, all of these things, that play an important role in why this applies specifically only to men. Just like bris mila is something that applies only specifically to men. Don't we say Kabbalistically all the time that the woman is mahut, she's the receiver? Yes. So what? Exactly. That even adds to the question that no, usually the woman is the Malchus, the sphere of Malchus. Well, could be Rav Nosenzal will address this, otherwise they, they have yeah, to it's be... It's usually the next sentence. <laughs> yeah. Going back to the previous question, previous section, can we clarify how the Bechayra specifically got damaged through Chetwa Egel? <clears throat> the answer is because the Bechayrim participated in the Egel. But Shevet Levi did not join in the Egel Hasov. The Bechirim did, and the Torah tells us that's where they got damaged, that's where they got hurt. Whether there's something specifically in the Egel related to Bechir, I don't remember, I don't remember. But in general, all those that were involved in the Egel, they, they got hurt. The Bechirim, yes, the, the Shevet Levi, no. Wasn't it the Erev Rav? Yeah, the Erev Rav instigated it. They instigated it but some of the Jews were, were involved in it also. It's interesting that also by Ruven, he lost his, the, the Bechor. He was the firstborn, he lost the Bechor. Is there connections? He lost the Bechor to Yosef HaTzadik, 
there it's an, it's an issue of Tikkun Abris, we're told. And Rabbi Nezal addresses it in Torah Beis, where Rabbi Nezal explains that the Bechoyra is Tefillah, and, and in order to, to have real Tefillah, you need Tikkun Abris, and therefore when Ruvain inter, intervened in the bed of his father, moving the bed of his father, which was considered an aspect of Pigam Abris, he forfeited it. That's another aspect of it, it seems. Okay, let's continue inside. <coughs> Good questions. And with this, we also understand what's brought in Sifrei Kabbalah. That that firstborn baby boy, before he has his Pidyan Aben, the Sitra has an attachment to him. And through the mitzvah of Pidyon Aben, we take the Bechor out of their domain. Hainu Kanal, this fits with what? Yes, the Sitrachra. This is specific to that. I don't know. I don't know. Sitrachra. Kiheim Kruchim Linak Mebechinas Bechor Daika. Because the Sitrachra is especially focused on Bechoyer, Shehu Bechinas Malchus, Shemisham Yenikasam Kanal. And we know Malchus is where the Sitrachra is most, the, the, the Kedusha is most vulnerable to the Sitrachra. Vaidea Koye Nishachesed, Choytchen Umafrish Noisamehem. And by connecting to the Kohen, who is the Isha Chesed, that's the one that has the ability to detach this child from its connection to the Sitra Achra. Now we'll understand also the procedure of Pidyon, where we redeem the child by giving the Kohen these five Shkolim. Because Rabbi Nezal explains there in chapter 30, that our main goal that we're trying to achieve is to be which is is how is by rejecting any wrong type of money any illegal money any, any people who are not not worshipping money to the extent that they would do anything illegal or anything wrong to acquire money. Or taivas mami, mamoin, an excessive desire for money. Shetzrichen lisnoi es hamamoin betachles hasinah. Rabbi Nezal says there, a Jew has to hate money with the epitome of hate. And again, we're talking about the wrong kind of money. The wrong kind of money. Take a look over there in chapter 30 in the Kutimran, where Rabbi Nassau quotes the Zohar Kodesh. Now, coincidentally, this is the Torah portion we're going to be reading tomorrow on Shabbos. Parshas Yisroi, one of the greatest contributions that Yisroi made to the Jewish nation is he contributed a Parsha in the Torah. Not just, not the Parsha, the Atta Sechsa, where Yisro gave advice to Moshe Rabbeinu how to establish the hierarchy in, in the Jewish nation, that we need leadership, we need Malchus, and the Malchus has to be levels. There has to be a, one level of king of rulership and a higher level and a higher level. 
And the top of the pyramid is Moshe Rabbeinu. You can't handle everything yourself, Moshe Rabbeinu. Yisroi told him. And when Yisroi spoke to him, he said to him, I'm going to tell you the qualifications for these leaders. They have to be Ansheyemes, Yerei Elohim, something else, and Sainei Botza. Ansheyemes, Yerei Elohim. Sainei Botza is hates money. There was a fourth item. You can take a look if there's a Chumash here. Chumash Shemois. Take a look for a moment. Ansheyemes, Yerei Elohim, something else, and Sainei Botza. <coughs> and, and it says, it's brought that Moshe Rabbeinu found the first three, the, the first the three qualifications, Sainei Botza he didn't find. People who really, really hate somebody else's money or hate money that they shouldn't have, that they shouldn't want, that kind of thing. Just take a look for a second. Ansheikh, uh, uh, right, just a second. Yes, Ansheikh Emes, Ansheikh Chayil, Ansheikh Chayil, Yerei Elohim, Ansheikh Emes, Soine Botza. Ansheikh Chayil means people who are strong. They're not afraid of anybody, so they can lead. Ansheikh Emes, Soine Botza, people who hate other people's money, you know, the wrong type of money, and Exactly. Those are the qualifications. It's three qualifications. I made a mistake. No, fear of Hashem. Okay. And they will be appointed, and from them you'll break out four category, four levels of authority. Sorry, I love him. Leaders of thousands, leaders of hundreds, leaders of fifties, leaders of tens. Why specifically these units? Rav Rosenfeld once told us an incredible Chiddush that the Sitra Achra, we know that sins are caused by the Sitra Achra, and sins cause Hashem's anger. We say, May Hashem have pity on us and forgive the different categories of sin. Avoin, Mashchis, Af, and Chema. These are considered four categories in the Sitra Achra. And the Sifrei Kabbalah bring corresponding to that the four, those four categories, Af, Chema, Mashchis, Avayim. If you take a look at the first letters of those four, it matches the first letters here. Alofim, thousands, Meois, hundreds, Chamishim, fifties, and Asoros, tens units. This is the kingdom of holiness versus the kingdom of the Sitrachra, which is Af Chema Mashchesavoyim. And that's why we say, Vuhu Rachame Hashem, forgive, you know, for all those four categories. Af is anger, what are the other Af is anger, Chema is also anger. These are two terms, obviously there are differences, but both of those things mean anger. Mashchis means destruction, and, and Ovoin means sins that are done. Uh, uh, Intentionally, deliberately, exactly. Okay, so this issue of soine botza is is a critical piece in the Malchus of Kedusha. Earlier, you were talking about the uh, the 
kings. Is that the five and the four? Exactly, exactly. The, the, the battle during the time of Avram Vino, when it says there was a battle between four kings and five kings, it's written that the four represented Yudke Vavke, and the five represented Elohim, the five letters of Elohim. Ki Iker Yenikas Malchus Because as Rabbeinu Zal explains over there in chapter 30 and chapter 23, the main source from which the Sitrachra draws power from is desire for money. That's the main place where they draw from. From wealth that's not holy, from a home that does not have mezuzahs on it, that does not have holy books in it, where Torah is not being studied. As Rabbi Nezal discusses this also in chapter 56 in Likutimran, which one of, one of the main chapters where he speaks about Malchus. He speaks about Mordechai versus Haman. And what is Haman proud of? His roi vashiros ashirusai, his tremendous wealth. And therefore, when we want to redeem the Bechor from the Koyen, we have to repair and, and elevate the money and the wealth. So that the Sitrachra should not be able to draw energy from the Malchus via money. Because that's where they draw. And therefore we have to give money to the Koyen. That's how a person is showing they're breaking their Tavis Momon. I'm giving money away. By the person taking his money and giving it to the Kohen. And by doing that, you're also making a tikkun for money itself, which is malchus. By giving the money to the koyen. Because the koyen is the one who has the ability to repair the, the money and wealth. And Rabbein is all showed that chesed is what can slice away the holy kingdom from the sitrachra. And therefore this money, this wealth that's coming into the hands of the Kohen from a Yisrael, this, these five shkolem that the coin takes, the moment the Kohen receives that money, that money is cut away from the Sitrachra, through the Chesed, which is the Kohen. And when the money, which is Malchus, gets its tikkun, we said that's the main place that the kingdom of evil draws from, from money that's not connected to holiness. As soon as we repair the wealth, Azai Choizer Habachor the Bechor returns to the Jewish nation. 
Because now it's okay for the Bechor to join the Jewish nation. Because now the Sitrachra can no longer draw energy from the Bechor, who is Malchus. As a result of those five coins that were given to the Koyin, which made a tikkun for the money, for the wealth. And it, would, it detached it completely from the Sitrachra, from Malchus And now they can no longer draw from the, from the kingdom of holiness from the Bechor. Because the main, they draw from Malchus, they draw from Bechor, they draw from money. All three of those things are linked together. And again, until the Bechor lived 30 days, he's in the, in the hands of the Sitrachra. He lived 30 days, that's a certain level of Tikkun. But they can still draw from him. The Pidyan is done, he's completely disconnected from them and becomes a full member of Klal Yisrael, in a sense, of the Holy Kingdom, which is protected from the Kingdom of the Sitra Achra. Question: Which pasuk in the Chumash? Sorry, in Parshas Yisroi, the pasuk that we mentioned, where Yisroi advised that that Moshe Rabbeinu should set up a hierarchy of leadership in Klal Yisroi. Okay. I see a question: Women unperfected. Dalid, fallen Malchus, Klipo is attached to that. How does money and wealth fix that? Because money could go, money is Malchus. Oisheh va Kovoid, and Kovoid is Malchus. When the money is connected, when the money gets a Tikkun, the Malchus is, gets its Tikkun. That, that's when, if you take a look again in this week's Parsha, it's after the Jews leave Egypt and they acquire all of that wealth from Egypt, that's when Hashem says, You will be unto me a kingdom, a priestly kingdom. Another question. <coughs> Rabbi Nezal says on the that hating money is the crucial factor in acquiring lower wisdom. But in another Torah he says, that the root of a woman's soul is wealth. So how does a woman have a chance to acquire lower wisdom? Wouldn't this require of her to hate <clears throat> her very root and essence? The answer is you can't necessarily put things together that way. When we said again, when we spoke about hating money, it means unkosher money, or money that's not connected to Kedusha. <clears throat> that, that's the kind of money that we're talking about rejecting. And, and the woman, we said, represents wealth. The woman can represent a wealth of Kedusha, a Parnassah, the, the holy Parnassah that comes into the family, all kinds of positive things. V'yalkein tzrichen litein chamisha shkolem daika, 
And now we understand why exactly five shkalim are used. Ki ha-malchus subchinas hei, kayadua, because malchus is represented by the letter hei. When the kingdom, when the holy kingdom is in exile, and the forces of evil are drawing from it, then the Malchus is represented by the letter Dalet, it's poor, poor, the opposite of rich. Because the wealth has been damaged. And when that happens, the negative forces can draw from it. And then the kingdoms of the Sitra draw the wealth to them. And then the holy kingdom is in a state of poverty. Whereas when we elevate and return the wealth to the Kedusha, to holiness, then it takes on this form of the letter hey, because when the malchus is returned to the kedusha, all the wealth is returned to the kedusha, all shefa. And when the malchus is in a state of wealth, not poor, then it's represented by the letter hey. That's the five shekels we give to the coin. Because by giving it to the coin, who's the Isha Chesed, he cuts the connection between the holiness and the unholiness. And, and the Malchus returns to the Kedusha, the Malchus, which was in a state of Dalit returns to the Kedusha, which is the state of hey. Then the Malchus is on the level of the letter hey, wealth. Hashem says, I will shower you with blessings until it, it'll, you'll be screaming enough, enough. Now note the word die is a Dalit and a Yud. The word Dai forms the letter He. The Dalit that Yud moves down, <coughs> that, that's this Tikkun HaMalchus. That's why it says, the Gemara says, Kol HaOilam Nizoin B'Shvil Chanina B'ni. The entire world is receiving all of its Shefa <coughs> through my son Chanina, Rabbi Chanina Ben Doisa. And my child Hanina, he satisfied, it's enough for him if he has a bag of boxer, you know, of carobs. So there, there are people that say, does that mean every poor person is the source of bounty for the whole world? It, the answer is no. The difference between Rabbi Hanina was dailoi, that he was completely satisfied. It was enough for him. When a person says die. I have enough, that's, wealth. that's the real definition of wealth. When a person knows that what I have is enough, it's, it's, I'm, I'm blessed. We'll just finish the paragraph. And this is why the, the five shkolim are referred to as 20 kesef. Because 
That's also the tikkun for the holy kingdom. Bechinas which rises up from the Sitra Achra, and then the lower Chachma, which is Malchus, joins together with the upper Chachma, and, and that's where the Malchus really draws its energy from, from Chachma Ilah. As Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Likutim Aram, and when the lower Chachma and the upper Chachma join together, that's this term 20 silver, 20 silver pieces. Because Chachma Ilah is represented by the letter Yud, and Malchus in the status of Chachma Tato is also referred to as the letter Yud. It's also a 10, it's the 10th sphere. Bechinas asora asora hakaf kayadua, as is brought in the Sifrei Kabbalah, when the when the Nesim brought their sacrifices, it says there ten ten were these spoons, these spoons, and, and kaf is kaf. The letter kaf is twenty, which is asora asora. The twenty is comprised of two tens, chachma and malchus, yud and yud. Just like when we speak about Hashem's name Yud Ke Vav Ke and Aleph Dalet Nun Yud, when they're put together, when they're formed together, it's a Yud in the beginning and a Yud in the end. That's the, the completion. Interesting to note the word Esrim. The word Esrim, which is 20, is Bigimatria Keser, the crown, which is Malchus. <coughs> Keser. Because again, the Keser is, reaches from Keser to Malchus, and from Malchus back up to Keser, these 20 levels. The light of Keser goes all the way down, 10 levels down, and bounces back 10 levels up. And, and the real Malchus, there's a possible B Malochim Yimlochu. Through me, through the Torah, kings will rule. In this week's Parsha, we have the essence of the whole Torah, the Ten Commandments, the Aseris Hadibrois, it's brought that the Aseris Hadibrois, if you'll count the letters, it's 620 letters, exactly. It's called Keser Torah, the crown of the Torah. We should be zeicher, we should be zeicher, today's Erev Shabbos, and Shabbos is coming, we should be zeicher to see the Malchus taken away completely from Amalek, from Esau, from the four kingdoms of the Sitrachra, from the Arabs. I was learning last night with a close friend. He put together a whole package of all the sources in the Zohar Kodesh about the kingdom of Yishmoel. The Zohar Kodesh tells us that in addition to the four, those four kingdoms, that the, the final trouble that the Jewish people are going to have before Mashiach is the, Yishmo, the Malchus of Yishmoel. Shem should help that their malchus should be destroyed, their malchus and their wealth should be taken away completely and returned to the proper place to the Jewish nation with the coming of Moshiach, the Binyan Beis Amikdosh, Ben Herabi Amenu, Amen Vi Amen.